0: welcome back to the daily snap today we have eight of the best decks in the game for series three only in within that meta game if you're building up if you don't have series four cards if you don't have series five cards if you're looking to build on your series three collection all of those things we're gonna break them down real quickly in some high player highlights and different things uh from the battle mode event we just had that was a series three only battle mode event we did this event to give everyone a chance, a fair playing ground with less collection levels, no Series 4, near Series 5, but some really good decks came from it, and you can really, you know, highlight these things and utilize these things as you're trying to build and continue within your own ladder climb and things like that, and if you have a battle mode event coming up. Of course, we have another battle mode event coming up, which is Everything Goes. It's a full constructive format, which means there are no banned cards, there is no limited format, there's everything you go, but if you're in that Series 3 collection still, These decks are really not that much farther off than some of the things that you can be doing within Series 4 and Series 5. So you can still give yourself a competitive edge by looking at what these players did and how you can do better. Now, if maybe you can create or modify one of these decks to work within the metagame that is, of course, the uh, wonderful Series 5 metagame. You know, finding out a way to manipulate your deck to be better against the Thanos or be better against the Darkhawk or be better against Galactus and things like that that people may decide to bring. So we're going to quickly highlight these decks along with the player profiles and big congratulations to all of them and of course once again big shout out to all the players that were able to play in the event, 53 registered players um, which was awesome, it was wonderful, we're looking to continue and get grow bigger and bigger get the discord family going and really enjoy these events together lastly kgb was right the deck was right to my right here with the squirrel girl yondu bucky barnes carnage killmonger wave Deathlock, shang chi arrow dr doom she hulk and death a modified death wave is what won the event he went 5-1 in swiss and then of course went undefeated within the within the top eight congratulations to you again kgb and let's take a look at the player profiles and discuss the decks as a whole As I said, our next event is starting this Thursday, March 9th. It'll run a week long. We run our events in 36 hour rounds. Gives a different feel to events. Gives it more of a freedom to ability to play in events. Meet up with your opponent for 20 minutes within a 36 minute round. Really important. Now, that is the details. Click the link in the description below. It'll definitely take you there. You can register. You join the Discord. Have fun. Join the community. And kind of just continue and help us grow as we're really all enjoying battle mode and we continue to want to strive for bigger battle mode events. Now, let's talk about the top eight. Also, real quick shout out to the feature match we have. Video will be also be in the end screen most likely. Big epic feature match between Bravo and Ziggy, a lot of fun. End of the video, you'll see it, click it, enjoy it. It's just fun times, guys. So, shout out to AGMX, he was the 6-0 going into top eight. Uh, he did lose in top eight, unfortunately, but he had a really good showing in Swiss. This deck is a threat to any metagame. You know, the addition—if you have Zabu, you can very easily slot Zabu into the list, which is really a lot of fun. Um, this is one of the more competitive decks that I think are in Marvel Snap. You know, you see this deck similar at the top eight. Um, you know, in the top end of ladder, even it has a lot of ability to win a lot of games late. You know, convince people that you can stay into games. You know, it's a really, really strong and powerful deck list as a whole. Definitely something to look forward to, but if you don't have Zabu, this is still a really great deck. Uh, I know I'm not, I'm not like saying that it's like a tier one or you know maybe even a tier two deck without Zabu, but if you do have Zabu and you can slot Zabu into this list, goes a long way. Uh, truly does. You know it, it really kind of creates these incredible turns that you can have at the end of the game. So definitely, if this is a list that you know you you enjoyed, you looked at, you had seen, hey. Um, this guy did really well in the last event. I have all these cards to play in the next event, and, I'll, and I have a Zabu. This is definitely a great deck to, you know, start testing with, in all honesty. Shout out to AGMX for, you know, going 6-0 in Swiss. Alright, so let's take a look more in-depth at the Bass list here. So, this deck was the 6-0 undefeated deck of the event, um, and it, it's not too shocking to me. You know, this is a type of deck that I think is really, really good in battle mode. It kind of delivers on many different things that you want it to deliver on, which is A, it has a lot of tech cards, which has a lot of answers, which means you're always kind of game against everything, which is kind of important. Even if you're like a 60-40 or like a 40-60, I should say, you still have the chance and the outs to win a lot of different games. Um, it also has the surprise factor. A lot of opponents, especially early on, you know, if you're able to bait your opponent into an early snap, um, and then kind of come out on top, you know, because Sarah just allows you to do really insane and dumb things on the final turn of the game, this is the type of deck that can really eat people alive, uh, in cubes and get them behind in battle mode, which is huge, because when you're playing with the lead in battle mode, it's like playing heads-up poker, you know, like, you know that you can't lose on a given game, which means you have all the advantage in the world to bluff and things like that to force your opponent into a weaker position in the game, that's what this deck does early, you know, if someone doesn't really expect what you're going to do is this dominating thing on turn five, they're going to stay. They're going to stay in the game for turn six. They're going to see what's going on. They're like, oh, whatever. He only has Sarah, He can only do a couple things. Yada yada yada. Next thing you know, next thing you know, you're playing Bishop, Killmonger, Mysterio, Nova, all on the final turn of the game. You're completely blowing out your opponent. Like it is unbelievable the power that this deck really has on the final turn of the game. And it's even greater if, you know, your opponent is walking into certain things and not really understanding how great it is. So, great choice in the metagame. If you're going to play this deck in the next event, I suggest finding a way to fit Zabu. Uh, There's several decisions at two there. I'm not completely sold on Angela. I would probably just take Angela out and play Zabu. Uh, There are some other options that you can kind of give yourself if you wanted to try and, you know, work it that way. But honestly, just putting Zabu in this deck over Angela is enough of a of a bump up alone that like this deck becomes you know a tier two deck honestly in the game in general. So that's what I would look to do if you're into this type of strategy. Panos playing Cerebro Two in this event. You know this was a probably a very under the radar. I think he was the only one that played Cerebro Two. He went five one. He was one of my losses. Um, really tough deck for me to interact with. I do, his one loss in Swiss came to the Serra control list, which obviously had Enchantress and things like that, so it definitely messed them up a little bit, Uh, also had Killmonger, so two cards that he's very, you know, poor against, but Cerebro 2 coming up big, you know, I think it's a really interesting deck, I think if you're looking to catch people off guard, this is a wonderful uh, attempt at a deck that you can try, so... Maybe, you know, just maybe you might want to give this card some some testing within battle mode. I think Panos kind of convinced a lot of people here that, hey, 3-2 is a real deck in battle mode. Lollipop went 5-1. She was playing a good cards Devil Dino deck. I was also playing a good cards Devil Dino deck, and I went 4-2. I finished 9th place. Lollipop was able to get the 5-1. This is a real strong deck. I actually highlighted this deck in the other day on stream basically where you know brian opened up an early she-hulk and i picked up the momoko mystique um bundle i think this is a really strong deck honestly in the game regardless and yeah you know you might be able to be outclassed or outpowered you know with cards with dark hawk etc but truthfully with some modifying of the versions you may just be able to be fine you know your deck is consistent it has a plan it has an oriented from start to finish you know line of play which is great and you'll probably end up in a lot of 50 50 games regardless of your opponent's power so this is definitely one that i would look into uh if you're missing the dark hawk you know the uh, just the slightly modified version of this in the next event could still really do very very well series three dino was the deck that i played in the event i went 4 two i lost to two of the players that were in top eight you know they bested me they got me but I still was very comfortable with the list that I played. And I still think the deck that I played can be modified to still be very good in a future metagame with all cards included. Um, you know, Especially if you have Darkhawk, you can very easily upgrade this deck to be a Darkhawk deck. You know, you can do some other things where you... if I, Kind of like the, the deck I highlighted on stream the other day where maybe I don't play um, Arrow or Magneto, but I play She-Hulk... Um, I don't have Agent Colson you know I just find the ways I play collector you know I, th- I do and I do some modifications but I think that the, the gist of this is that the dinosaur the dinosaur deck in general has a lot of legs against a lot of things in the meta game because you have that straightforward process especially if you have the mystique you know you have the moon girl you can do all these things by doubling up and constantly get making your cards a little bit better and a little bit stronger um, And I think that's just something again that I would really attest to the meta game itself and just understanding hey, Maybe I'm not series 5 complete, maybe I'm not, no one, not many people are series 5 complete, maybe I'm not series 3 complete, but I can build a deck with Devil Dinosaur, because Devil Dinosaur is a really strong card, Moon Girl is a really strong card, the base of this deck is really within the realm of series 2, that you're kind of just modifying with some of the more powerful cards you've unlocked in series 3, such as Mystique, um, you know, among other possible outlets, but... All in all, what I wanted to really get across again, along with the good cards version, is Dinosaur is a mo- is a monster of a card. They can very easily manipulate and play in just about any event, and feel really good and really confident, you know, confident and comfortable with what you're wanting to do within within the battle mode Marvel Snap events. AU Star Wars, also known as Scott Landis, co-host of the Daily Snap, ended up five one. Played the traditional Death Wave list, there wasn't really anything um, out of the blue in this one. Just your, you know, run of the moo, top-end Death Wave deck, which is a very good deck in general. Um, In ladder climbing, in battle mode, all of those things, it represents a lot of ways to win the game differently. The, you know, interaction with Wave on turn 5 to be able to play She-Hulk, Death, and something else... It's one of the more powerful things you've been doing in the game, and definitely one of the more powerful things you've been doing in battle mode, uh, because you almost force your opponent out of the game if they just can't answer those types of plays. So, all in all, Death Wave, always a great decision for anyone that's in Series 3 only and has the correct cards to make it work. KGB was our winner. He did play Death Wave as well, but he played a modified version who had a Doctor Doom top end. I believe this is a, probably a very good way to interact in mirror matches when you're, you know your opponent's expecting you to have arrow and arrow, all of a sudden you have Doctor Doom and Doctor Doom spreads his power out to different lanes or even brings 10 power rather than the 7 power that arrow would be. Uh, I imagine that's a really, really good line of play for him. He also probably, you know, he has the ability to play She-Hulk and something else in the final turn. He also has the ability to kind of skip around and play She-Hulk earlier and get the 10 power out there a little bit earlier so he can Doctor Doom later. Just gave himself a little bit of uh, interactions and, you know, interchangeability within the deck list itself. So huge shout out again to KGB for taking home this win. S4 Mule, bringing in the Lockjaw deck. Lockjaw was the most common deck in registered in the event. That's why there are two of them. Uh, I think there were two of them made up of the top eight. Shout out to both of those guys; they both played really well. The you know the RNG of Lockjaw. You know sometimes it you live by the sword you die by the sword, and this is a deck that is absolutely still a threat in any metagame. It's very good with the addition of Thanos, but the deck can just be good even without Thanos. You can still really leverage RNG to your favor, uh, really disrupt your opponent in a ton of different ways. Getting out early leeches is pretty insane. Um, the odds of getting an early leech are actually better within this deck because you have less cards overall, so your turn 3 play with your wasp, etc. has actually better odds of hitting a turn 3 leech than a Thanos version does, which could end up being a really big deal. And then Frango. Frango is just basically playing a good cards deck, honestly. Like, if you really look at the list he had, it was just straight good cards, which is awesome. You know, you're nothing nothing out of the blue, nothing out of the ordinary, just traditional winning with um, with great cards. Uh, it, it's one of the better and more interesting decks that I had seen, honestly, because it was very, very simple. And si- simple is good sometimes in Marvel set. Knowing exactly what your deck does without worrying about RNG, you can play to that. You know, you can make um, really... Important decisions at every level of the game just by understanding that okay, here are what my cards do. There is no tricks involved. Uh, sometimes I'm going to have to win a 50-50 with Cheng Chi, but hey, all in all, great event. You know, great shout out to these guys. Congratulations again to everyone in the top eight. All right, so looking here at Frango's top eight deck, this is another good card deck. This is just a generic deck, right? The majority of this deck is is just a series two deck, so. Now all we did was take our Series 2 deck and then add Arrow and Magneto, and we made top 8 of a Series 3 only event. So when you really look at those things, you're like, okay, how do I make it better? What do I improve on it? I think just adding Lockjaw to this deck goes a long way, honestly. Um, But you can do more with that. It's it's very powerful. I think what I would also try and do is I would consider trying to find a Killmonger. um, You know, a couple different... Just a couple different molds here and there, but the real truth and point of this is is that the idea of what a good cards deck is, and that is just understanding that sometimes the best cards in the game that do exactly what they're supposed to do, there's no RNG involved, there's no interchangeable things, there's nothing to worry about, where which goes where, yada yada yada, it's just a straightforward, these are some of the most powerful cards in the game on curve when you play them, and that's good enough to win battle mode games sometimes, not having to guess what your opponent is going to do and just understanding what your deck does best and how to play your games with that mindset goes a long way. I do think this is a type of deck that you would like to test a little bit just so you understand the layers of which, you know, when is it important to play Leech, when should I hold off of Leech, um, should I decide, you know, it, it, can I manipulate this list uh, any any which way to make it better with the cards that I have in my collection, those are all things that I would consider, but really the, the the standing point of this particular deck list in general is, hey, I am a good cards deck, and sometimes that's just all you need. The last and final list that I wanted to shout out here is the modified Sarah Control list uh, that I kind of was going through a little bit earlier. This is a modified Sarah Control list that adds Darkhawk to the deck. I think this is one of the more powerful decks in the game and within battle mode, especially when if you're worried about Thanos running around and things like that, this deck is great into Thanos. Gives you a good edge, gives you a good mindset, some really good power, some strong outlets to be able to just completely blow out your opponent in the end game. Definitely a deck that I would look out for coming within the coming events and things like that. So last one, there it is. There we have it, guys. We broke down as many of the decks we could, as efficiently as we could. We didn't want this video to go too long or be too lengthy. But we wanted to get the information out there before our next event starts which is in a few days once again march 9th is the day that it starts go and click the link in the description check it out Uh, if you enjoy this type of information i do this information all the time for standalone decks this was a sum total of a bunch of decks so i try to do quickly it wasn't as in-depth or big but if you're looking for some specific metagame decks like thanos like sherry i have all those on the channel they'll be in the description below but if you're looking for some fun battle mode content Honestly, this video right here, to the right of me, it's going to be a lot of fun. It was our feature match event between Ziggy and Bravo. It's, it's just a fun interaction between players. Uh, it took a lot of effort and work into editing it, so please enjoy the video. We will catch you guys in the next one. Don't forget to register for the event. See ya.